Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it. It must be 21 years or older. Yes, hi and hello, sports fan, and welcome to a brand new episode of Extra Points, presented as ever by Omaha. Go back and listen to last week's. I think it still will be entertaining. We were joined by Steve Byrne. Very, uh, very fun stuff with him. And when I say we, I mean me. And of course, the hostess with the mostest. She's taking a break from her day job to kibitz with us here. Good news. Her dogs are heating up and it appears on the way to the final four. Bad news. Her Falcons are cooling way, way down. (laughs) They just lost to a guy who hasn't played football in a year. And even better news, Arthur Blank says, Arthur Smith is coming back in 2024. Who am I talking about with all these uh, emotions as a sports fan? Sarah Tiana, of course. How are you? Yeah. Not, not only has Kyler Murray not played football in a year, he hasn't played good football in two years. <laughs> like, True. Right. God, I mean, this is a team that is trying to tank. And I, I told you, I told you last week, I said, I'm taking the Cardinals to win because there's no way. Like, ugh, it's just, it's very infuriating. Um, but at least I have my Georgia Bulldogs who are getting better and better. And they um, are. And, uh, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. We get our, our coach gets to stay on the sidelines. It's pretty great. Boy, that's a coach on the sideline. Yeah. It's a real advantage. Yeah. An increasingly rare treat. It appears for Mm -hmm. high end uh, college football programs. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about all of it with a returning member of the blue ribbon panel. We enjoyed him so much in his first go around here. What? Six, eight weeks ago. Would you say Sarah, his punishment? Mm -hmm. He has to do it again. (laughs) Think about it. Think about it. Future guests. You come on here and say funny stuff and interesting stuff. Guess what you're going to have to do? Do it again. Jason. Cost you tea time. Guys. (laughs) Glad to be back. Thank you for having me. Uh, Yeah. Big fan favorite. Big fan favorite uh, from your last Uh, appearance. Your your everybody on your uh, uh, all your all your listeners were very nice to me on social media, which is a pleasant change. <laughs> so <laughs> remind everybody as we jump in, we have much to get to here and not a lot of time to do it. We will wrap it up as we do every week with our win play show. Best bets for you. You are seated in Chicago land right now. Right outside, yeah, Chicago land area, right on the Michigan border of Indiana, right north of uh, South Bend area. Closer to Notre Dame than I am Chicago. Well, and and Notre Dame is uh, is close to Ann Arbor. So let's talk some Jim Harbaugh. Let's talk about all of it. Um, before we jump into that, you are kind of sort of near the Rust Belt. Quick reaction. And I'm going to start with you, Tiana. Do you feel bad? You're a sports fan and you're a human being. And I see you on social media and I've spoken to you directly, obviously. You're an empath, just like Dave Damashek. Mm-hmm. Do you feel bad for anyone involved with the Brown situation now that Deshaun Watson talk about not playing good football for two years? I think Deshaun hasn't mm-hmm. played good football in three years, save a second half against the Baltimore Ravens, ironically timed because he wins that game and now is on the shelf with surgery for the remainder of 2023. Where do you come down on all this emotionally, spiritually, and beyond? Um. Well, I feel bad for Browns fans. I always feel bad for Browns fans. I think Browns fans deserve to have a good team. I think, unfortunately, their ownership has placed themselves in a karmically bad position. They placed Mm -hmm. other owners in a bad position of having to give uh, quarterbacks these insane deals with guaranteed money. They set a precedent and a standard despite the, uh, the bad karma that was going to come their way and... And, you know, obviously I'm not a Deshaun Watson fan. I do admire him for playing through this injury in the last game. I think that was really incredible. And I think it showed the most heart that he's actually shown all season. Um, But I, yeah, I mean, I feel bad for Browns fans. I do not feel bad for the Browns organization at all because they made their bed and they're going to have to stay in it. Ain't that right? And I do want to say as a public service announcement, you do not you're not obligated as a fan of a football team to justify morally or otherwise the decisions that the ownership group makes. 
you may want yeah. the same result that the ownership group wants. The path that they take there does not require you to defend bad decisions. I think we could call it, it's sort of like a Greek tragedy in the uh, in the Icarus sense, except yeah. you spell ick in this case, I-C-K. Okay, um, yeah. They had Baker Mayfield. They beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That was not good enough for them. They had to try to fly a little bit higher, did the Browns, and now the Browns look like the Browns. How say you, Tebow? I totally agree with everything you guys are saying. I think that, you know, it's hard to be a, a fan of something and you don't like the way it's going. That does, like you're just saying, it doesn't mean I have to, you know, be a part. I mean, trust me, we went through the whole Michael Vick thing, Tiana and I as Falcon fans, and mm-hmm. that was a tough uh, yeah. tougher years because you're you know you kind of get the scarlet letter of your fandom that's so mm-hmm. right you're de- and then other fan bases demand that you justify yeah. this like i hey man i'm they, i your wasn't consulted on this, this. I was- your receiver did that your guy had but, uh, you, you know michael vick I, I don't went went to prison he actually paid for his crimes so right like every family has a drunk uncle that doesn't mean everybody yeah. in the family is drunk Maybe in my family's case, but most families know. (laughs) Don't speak for me. You don't know what I do with my time. And and it doesn't matter to you anyway. It doesn't involve you what I do with the bottle. But you're right. Don't even get me started on my meth head aunt. uh, (laughs) By the way, I I went to prom with with her meth head aunt. Yeah. uh, You guys look good together. Back in the 60s. Um, Yeah. I think the Browns. I'm like not judging you. <laughs> Remember that fire festival documentary? That's what yeah. the Browns uh-huh. felt like from the minute they signed him. It's kind of yeah. like a buyer's beware of fandom. We go, boy, man, you guys are all in on this, and it can bankrupt everything if this doesn't work out. And it kind of seems like, I mean, we were talking before before the show. Uh, uh, I can't think of another time. Maybe the Ryan Leaf draft. Uh, I can't think of another time where a, where a team has completely screwed themselves financially with a guy that's yeah. putting up Desmond Ritter numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's right. I mean, I think, and by the way, you two are Falcons fans. Right. You really got lucky here because you wanted them. Mm-hmm. This was, you you wanted Deshaun Watson, and the Browns jumped in and saved you basically from yeah. yourselves. Yeah, it's funny that that's the case. Yeah. I, it is, I think, the unsatisfying answer because it's. I, I like making lists of all things. How does this event compare to comparable ones in history? I don't think there is a comp for this one, unless I'm forgetting somebody. Is there anybody, Eddie Spaghetti uh, behind the glass, jump in if I'm forgetting? Is there a worse contract, literally, in the history of professional sports in North America? This is this is it. I mean, Bobby Bonilla. It's- Bonilla's getting paid. Bonilla, for sure. Okay. But also, I mean, Jimbo Fisher. But also, I mean, I, I, I would... <laughs> That's a also, good one. They're all coming to a head in the exact same coming, week. Hey, how but, about Jim Harbaugh? Also, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you kind of okay. made your bed with a guy that, like, you, you, you gave everything up, got all these receivers, you know, like, and, and he, it's not like he hasn't had injuries. You knew he was older. So, I mean... You know, you made your bed. Everybody, you made your bed. You know, and I and I don't. At least Aaron I Rodgers don't want injuries to happen. At least Aaron Rodgers what? didn't really play. Like we've seen Watson a handful of times over the last two yeah. seasons. And, I mean, Eddie Spaghetti's thrown as many passes as Aaron Rodgers has this year. He just got forty five million bucks for nothing. But it's not like Aaron Rodgers. Like I know he like he won MVP. What did he win MVP last year? Right. So couple was of years it a year before. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, but uh, I don't know. I well, just don't like I, I do want to say I, I don't want to stay in the dark tent. I don't want to. So I was just going to say, I don't want to school Marmia, but Aaron Rodgers doesn't sleep in a bed. He sleeps on the floor of his cave. I'm pretty <laughs> yeah. sure. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't checked in with him yeah. lately what he's been up to. Yeah. Let me squeeze in a quick break here. You know, when the conversation turns stampers, I always go with my number one as Caesars. Let's talk about them a little bit, shall we? Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns rewards, credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using this code. Listen up. Omaha full. 
the word Omaha and the word full. And then you place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. If you keep those winnings, but if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and over only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager. Returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet, $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start gambling problem. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit GamblingHelplineMA.org. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or West Virginia, 1-800-GAMBLER.net, New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Okay, let's let's then transition. That's an interesting point you make. Boy, I guess it's a product of where we are in free agency and all of that. A-Rod, not Rogers, but the other one, Alex Rodriguez, made a quarter of a million, a quarter of a billion dollars from the Texas Rangers at a time Mm -hmm. when no one was shelling out that kind of loot. And it seemed insane. It ended up being insane for the Rangers to spend that. But I, yeah, you're the Rogers one. We at least have to put a pin in because he's going to be 41 next time we see him, unless he, I don't, you know, this Achilles thing he's going to play in December. I find it very hard to imagine, especially where the jets are tracking Ah. that he's going to run out there this year. Right. OTAs. He'll be he'll be good for OTAs, but I don't think they want to rush a forty-one-year-old guy, forty-year-old guy back from from that. I don't. But who knows with his voodoo stuff? He was always talking about. He might have somebody shake some chicken bones over and be fine. It might not be a true Achilles tear. You know what I mean? Like it might be like a like not as bad as we originally thought. That's the conspiracy. Not a full skillet. Yeah, like I don't know. I just <laughs> it'd be funny if that turned out to be a conspiracy theory. And also the other one is, and for all I know, it's true. You talk about like sunk costs. And I think that's, you know, Texas A&M to try and like mm-hmm. find the uh, the overlap in this giant Venn diagram of bad contracts and everything. But the sunk costs A&M decided like seventy six million dollars. We can do that versus keeping this guy. <laughs> Where do you go as a human being? from from that i know everybody's like would you love to be jimbo right now yeah kind of but i mean that's a hard one to to survive uh emotionally right like they wanted me 76 million dollars um bad away from here like that's how bad they wanted me away boy they really didn't like me that would hurt my feelings a great deal i'm sorry tebow continue i just think that they 
I'm surprised they don't have more, and maybe they do. I don't really know these contracts and stuff, but uh, uh, like a, like a coaching prenup, like, hey, your contract <laughs> is 76 million bucks, yeah. but if things don't work out, here's what you get to pack up your stuff and go, because you know it's our name you're besmirching. It's the University of blah blah blah's name that people for the next 10 years are going to remember these four years as, as being terrible. So in a weird way, you've cost us that amount of money. Both parties have to sign the divorce agreement or it won't go through. Maybe you're on. Well, they have it in the NFL where like Josh McDaniels, like if he were to get another job, the Raiders would only have to pay half of his salary to him that they owe him. So, but they don't like, and colleges have that option, but with Jimbo, they didn't do that. So if he gets hired by another school, they still owe him $7 million a year on top of the 28 or whatever they're having to, to pay him to leave. Uh, so they're still going to owe him all that money. Now they might negotiate it down and only owe him 50, Dang. you know, and, and I think as a school, you want to do that because if not, that $7 million a year, I mean, I think they owe him 13. So 7 million comes from the boosters and the other six or seven comes from the athletic department, which means other programs, athletic programs at AM are suffering because of this. And, you know, honestly, like I think coaches salaries in the NCAA don't really matter. Like there's not a salary cap. So it's really on the boosters to decide. I mean, they're the ones who are paying his salary anyway. So if they're the ones that say we want him gone, you have to listen to them because they're the only way you have money at the school. You can't. So the boosters are the ones that want him gone. It's not the athletic department president that wants him gone. Yeah, that's right. And I do. But I do think it's funny that apparently some A&M boosters must have been following me on Twitter because I like to every time <laughs> the Aggies lose a game, I like to retweet my thought about the fact that Texas A&M is not not this is in a world that includes Texas and Alabama mm -hmm. and Ohio State and Michigan and all these other high end players with big time boosters. A&M is the most well-funded college football program and yeah. they are never relevant. They are not even in Johnny mm -hmm. football like they want they beat Alabama once and like that counted as Hey, we're on the national map here all of a sudden. They're never involved. It's weird that there are that many people still shelling out the dollars to go eight and four every year. It really is. To be able, uh, to, pay, to, be able to pay that much to get rid of them, you, you do go like, dang, man, how many people are investing that much money in a mediocre bro. team? <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's exactly oil, right, Tiana. That's, 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 that's right. Oh, I thought you said spoiled, and that's no. exactly right. Like, I got I got enough loose change. I could, <laughs> ah, whatever, let's just ah, spend that. What's funny, though, what it no. also tells us is that we will put up with, uh, again, to continue with finding the overlap in this Venn diagram, that we will defend a quarterback or a head coach if he's good enough, if he's delivering. Sure then you dig yeah. your heels in a little bit as a fan base and beyond. And that's exactly what's going on at Michigan here, AKA America's team. Tebow, how say you America's team now, Jim Harbaugh has declared, I say it's sunk costs and that they're tracking towards a potential national championship Ann Arbor faithful are like change nothing. And they're trying to screw us right now. How say you on this whole ugly. I think that he, I agree with you on that. Dude, if they were, you know, uh, uh, three and five right now. There'd be his neck would be in a guillotine. Would so true. Be an axe. Uh, but they're so close to something special. And I will say this about that. What's about three hours away from you there? And I'm like eighty minutes from Chicago. There is a thing about him. Whether you know he, you could see him as some evil guy that masterminded this whole thing, or maybe he doesn't know nothing about nothing. Uh, Capone was very loved in Chicago. He did a lot of crazy things, but he was Chicago's guy, and that town kind of protected him for as long as they could. And there's a lot of that with Harbaugh. If Harbaugh wasn't in Michigan, where he was from, if he was coaching at Florida, I think there might be a little That's more. That's so true. One You're of the absolutely wagons, right. I think this kind of, you know, almost pissed their fan base off a little more and kind of brought them even closer together. Uh, uh, then, then had they just gone, you know what? Every team is doing this. By the way. Every team is doing this. Every single yeah. team is doing this. So they're the ones who got their hand in the cookie jar just because that guy from the Navy got a little too 
you know, uh, uh, obvious with it. Uh, you know, probably had some submarine binoculars. Connor Stallions. Exactly right. The best. Um, <laughs> but, like those long cartoon ones. That are but I think, long. you know, uh, do I think this will get be the end of him there? I don't know. You know, I don't know how much this has to wear on you. This, this has to, you know, that this is all you hear about. Yeah, I guess um, that's interesting. Tiana, how say you on that? What do you think as best you can get into Harbaugh's brain here? I would have thought that, like, if he wins the, the the natty this year, then that's it. That's That's got to be enough. Like, it, all right, what, what, what more do I have left to prove? I'm a, I'm a legend for all of time where I want to be, my, I, my alma mater and all that. Now back to pro football. This feels weirdly to me like, Maybe he's going to be like, oh, yeah, well, now 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 I can't leave, you know, like he's doing he's uh, palmeteering himself here. Like, oh, you think you can shove me out? No way. Yeah, but every year he threatens to leave. It's like he always threatens to go to the NFL so he can get another contract with Michigan. It's like it's so bizarre. His mindset, he does himself no favors. He, you know, do I think it's a big deal? No. Kirby Smart said, I mean, you can cheat all you want. You're still not going to beat us. I don't think knowing our signs would really help you against Georgia. So, you know, I don't think it's really a big deal. I think it's funny that like (laughs) that, that Michigan beats Ohio State twice and everyone's like, well, something must be up. They can't be just like winning. (laughs) Like, like, I get it. You see CJ Stroud dominating in the NFL and you're like, I don't, I feel like there's no other better example of why people don't believe Michigan beat Ohio state than the fact that CJ Stroud is dominating in the NFL. They're like, there's no way JJ McCarthy beat this guy. But you know, I do think, you know, I don't think it's a big deal. I, but I don't, I don't think, Jim Harbaugh does himself any favors with the the country and, you know, and even with Michigan people, because like, again, he always tries to hold them over a barrel and threaten to leave and go to the NFL. He's but all, you know what he's doing? How committed you know is he? He's kind of doing this. this I, I like the cinematic analogy where, where it uh, provides itself. And I'm going to do it here. I think his name's Craig Sheffer. He's the bad guy in Some Kind of Wonderful. And uh, I can't think of the... It's not uh, the redhead guy who's the painter in the movie. You know, he's the the soft touch. Who am I thinking of, uh, Tiana? You know him? No idea what you're talking about. You don't know Some Kind of Wonderful. You don't know the movie. No, I don't think I do either. Eddie Mm -mm. Spaghetti? It's a John Hughes movie. It's basically the same movie as Pretty in Pink with a happier ending. (laughs) And they both have colors in the title. No, all right, I'm going to skip it. I'm going to skip it. But I do think that my point is, is that Harbaugh, I, Tiana, you're right. I think he's like dragging all of Michigan boosters into this thing. Like, whoa, 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 coach. We had nothing to do with any of this. And he's like, hey, we're all in this together, right, Wolverine Nation? Right, everybody? Yeah. You're all got to jump on board and help me out, right? And everybody's like, I, I guess bet. Bet everybody now has to tweet bet out. I don't, I think the idea that like everybody does it, I think when other coaches, big time coaches who are going Mm -hmm. to perhaps play Michigan and in the Big Ten or anywhere in the country saying like, oh, it's not that big a deal. Why would they say that? Because they're empaths like you and me? No, it's because they do it and they don't want to get busted for doing the same thing. That's darn right. Darn right. Right. I mean, let's, I, but it doesn't make it yeah. okay. It's a gridiron crime. It's not an actual felony. And there are other but, guys out there who probably have done a lot yeah. worse on, on, in human terms than what Jim Harbaugh's done here. But nevertheless, he is, he is uh, crooked when, when it comes to football. But it's not really even that big of a punishment. Like he gets to be there all week. He just can't go to the game. I, 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 like, what? What's the big deal? You still, you know, you have the answers to the test. You're still going to go take the test just because you don't get bring the answers with you. doesn't mean you can't still pass the test. Okay. If you don't think Jim Harbaugh should lose his job for this, who should lose their job? The I mean, guy from the Navy already took this. He already fell on the grenade. No pun intended. Yeah. 
Casey, they fired him like the week after. And he's like, this was my bad. They go, oh, sure, buddy. You're the, you just did this as a lover of the team. And you thought, you'd, I mean. Well, I mean. I don't think anybody guy. should lose their job. Guy. I didn't well, even think. Guys, like, the, so this, this reminds me of the Astros scandal, you know, obviously. Uh, because, and I, and I didn't think that that was a big deal either. It's just that they were doing it better and like more intently. And. They were the best team in baseball that year. They won 56 games on the road and they only cheated at home. So like, who cares? Like, it doesn't really matter. What what matters is how people handle it. And it's it's the victimhood around it that I don't like. Like, oh, well, we should have beat right. you. Like, it's not about you. Like, other other colleges and other teams making it about them is the most ridiculous thing. So I think people like Ohio State are more to a blame for the way they're taking it and the way they're acting. They sound juvenile and like children. I agree with you to the extent that what I always say, another cinematic analogy that you, I, I suspect will get is the reservoir dogs ending when they all shoot each other. They're all like, you want to play that game? Who's clean? I mean, rice, yeah. maybe oh. like, I don't know who's in, who in college football. What, what, what big time, pro or college program is, is completely clean and has never had a bad dude on, uh, you know, involved yeah. in the, in the program or, or on the team. Of course, everybody can get taken down that way. The point you make about Ohio state. That's funny is the same people that are so vexed about Jim Harbaugh mm -hmm. are the same people who when Ryan day lost again to Michigan immediately said, we got to bring urban Meyer back. Yeah. Urban Gross. Meyer and his magic thumb. We got to get that. We got to get them back in, in uh, Columbus here. Who, by the way, Texas A&M is saying like, oh, maybe he'll get the job. And I'm like, then you <laughs> deserve it, dude. Like Urban Meyer shouldn't even have a job on CBS, let alone in college football or around any human beings ever again. He is a toxic man who will destroy every program and every team that he is around. So I completely disagree that he should ever get a job again. He does have some Humbert Humbert to him in Lolita. Like he, because he doesn't yeah. present this creepo, doesn't mean that he's not a creepo. You know, like he's a, yeah, he's he's a, a regular looking man who's who, who comports himself well on TV, but that doesn't mean he's not a an odd bird. At, yeah, at I call home. people like, like that. I call people like that Frisbee takers. Like, you know, when a little kid, their Frisbee lands in the yard and he takes it and he won't let the kids have their Frisbee back. That's who he is. He's a Frisbee taker. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. You mentioned Altuve, and that reminds me of the Major League Baseball Awards. And Tiana, you texted uh, earlier in the week to say you want to jump in on this one. What's your particular beef with the Major League Baseball Awards? First of all, these awards are coming out this week. Like, we're going to find out Cy Young winners today, and we're going to find out MVP on Thursday. The season's been over for two weeks. Like, no one's watching baseball. No one's talking about baseball. All mm. these awards should be handed out as soon as the regular season's over and during the postseason, so that if some of those players are getting these awards during the postseason, you can interview them and talk to them and hear their reaction to getting this award or hear their reaction to not getting the award. Or, or I want to know why Bryce Harper thinks he should win the silver slugger for a DH when he only played 89 games as a DH this year and had an OPS of 800. Like, come on, dude. Like this is, the the voting for these awards is so ob obnoxious anyway. It's like coach, it's coaches and managers that are voting for these awards, and they clearly like don't care. They're just voting for like popular people. The same with Golden Glove. It's like, but anyway, my point is that these awards should be handed out during the regular season. I mean, they do NFL honors the week before the Super Bowl, so we can at least we have something building up to the big Super Bowl. So. Maybe wait until the, the those few days before the World Series or whatever it is. It just it doesn't make sense to me that we're doing it two weeks after the season's over when players aren't even in the country. You know, it's weird. You mentioned the like OPS and that sort of thing. I think those kind of numbers and war and all the more advanced mm -hmm. stats have invalidated the ones that we've always tied ourselves to for decades. I wonder if like that's what we need. We need OPS awards now. That that feels unsatisfying, too, though. Tebo, yeah. how say you on MLB awards? Well, first of all, I just want to ask real quick, you know, which one was Reservoir Dogs? <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> like, how would I not have seen this? Is that a Pixar movie? <laughs> uh, to, well, to Tiana's point, I want to say that um, 
I agree with you on, on, on those awards and what they should do is, you know, how the, the NFL draft travels now. I don't know if you guys have been to the draft. It's a fantastic time. And mm-hmm. if they would do, let's say, okay, right after the NLCS, ALCS, you know, they have that four or five day window before game one, which they love to just pump full of commercials and all that sort of stuff. Hey, wherever game one is in that city, they'll host the awards that weekend. Mm-hmm. All the players that are already eliminated could come. And the, and the people that are participating in the World Series don't have to travel because uh, they're mm-hmm. already going to be in there playing game one in two nights or something like that. Uh, I, would, I, would, I would like to see that. That'd be something that fun to go to. Now, you're right. I hear the awards are coming. I go, baseball? Yeah, I, I know. Baseball? I thought, I find, <laughs> I've emotionally checked out in baseball. Yeah. I, it's funny. I've always said that instead of the Pro Bowl, they should do in between the title games and the Super Bowl, they should do the loser bowl and have the two worst teams play each other for the first overall pick. 20 years ago, MLB decided uh-huh. all-star games should decide who gets home field. How about all the guys who are not in the World Series but are all-star level and winning all these awards have to play, and then that assigns home field advantage? It would be who, – who wouldn't watch it then if you're like, oh, the World Series is about to start. The only thing we have left to settle is where the first two games are. And then you have to field all those guys. That would that would add an element of uh, excitement to it that otherwise doesn't exist, right? Yeah, especially for the logistical uh, side. You know? I don't care about that, Tiana. That's not, that's not my <laughs> business. Logistic. I'm yeah, not I'm here sure. to do that. We'll let the travel okay. department handle oh, that. I'm just here right. for the big ideas, all right? <laughs> you got, got a travel master. Here's sure. a big idea for you. What do you guys think about this? And you said it there, Tiana. Cy Young. Why is that a great award? Why is it iconic more so than MLB, than, than MVP or something else? It's because it has a name. It's attached to an icon yeah. from the sports. Yeah. Hockey does this best. Stanley Cup, Hart Trophy <laughs> is the MVP trophy, Art Ross is the scoring title and all that. The problem for hockey is nobody in 2023 knows who Art Ross was or Lady Bing was or any of those people. I say you have to keep updating those. The division that the Pittsburgh Penguins and Eddie Spaghetti's New York Rags are in should be the Lemieux division on down. I think MLB would do well to do some of these awards too. Like the Altuve award would go to the player who bangs out the most big hits in big spots. I think bangs. that would be a, right. He bangs them out. The so <laughs> like on a trash Magu- can bangs. I, oh, Oh, is that what you, I didn't Oh, Dave didn't even <laughs> sure. think about that. How about the Sosa McGuire award for the player whose numbers inexplicably <laughs> went up the most from year to year. <laughs> I think that would be a good award too. Like things that you tie to one person so that resonates a little bit more with the fans. Well, I think the biggest problem is that Barry Bonds has won the most MVP awards. So are they going to name an award after Barry Bonds? They should. You're right. Okay. You're right. How about the bear? Okay. We'll go with the Brady Anderson year to year improvement award. Good for you, fella. I don't know what happened. By the way, you've never looked more fit. You know, it's really all coming up. Everything's coming up. Brady Anderson. Hey, eh? <laughs> Tebow, how say you? Mm-hmm. Any uh, you should have like a, awards? a bad boy, like a, mm, I can't even think of somebody who I can think of more NBA when it comes to something like that. But you know who's gotten busted the most for get for getting ejected? Who's got the butt? You know for court oh the Bobby Cox Whoever award always. <laughs> yeah, throw most it or, ejections. Or pitchers that are notorious for throwing at people. You know. Oh, like, okay. I was uh, going to say, like, how many awards are we going to give to Barry Bonds? I mean, like, you know, I would name <laughs> after him, like, biggest jerk, biggest inflated head. I mean, how how long can we go on with this thing, you know? Worst um, to the media. <laughs> the rudest to the media. I, I had um, limited experience with him, but it's funny. Like, you know, they always say, don't meet your heroes. It is funny the other side of that coin. Like, when somebody has a reputation and then you meet them, you're like, Yep, exactly right. You're not a nice guy, are you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, at the same time, I was down on the, at the Three River Stadium. I was uh, there for a Pirates game um, one day, and Barry Bonds was acting like Barry Bonds. And Chico leaned the slick fielding um, second baseman for those Pirates who lost to the Atlanta Braves in 1992. Chico Lean had a, had a big-time error in the ninth inning. It was unheard of for him. But anyhow... 
he once was down there in happier times. And uh, I was there with a camera guy and uh, the camera guy had a baseball cap on and Chico leaned without saying a word, came up to us and he's like, smiling and everything. And then all of a sudden he pulls the guy, the ball, the guy's ball cap up and he produces from out of nowhere, a giant Rambo knife, like one of those real big knives. And he saws and he saws the cameraman's ball cap in half and then laughs maniacally and walks away. What that the sounds hell? like no some that Grinky shit. You know how he always is like, like he'll find out, he'll go to sign your ball and then he'll just turn and throw the ball onto the field. <laughs> you can't go get it because he knows you're an autograph hound. <laughs> He's a real weird bird. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Okay. I w- also want to talk to you guys about uh, the the Josh Allen experience going on here. <laughs> and I also want to like... Yeah. Boy, we have so and many the things to talk. between yeah. quarterbacks and coaches. We have so much yeah. to get to here. So, okay, Josh Allen, and I also want to get two Falcons fans' thoughts on. See, it's funny. Like, I contend right now in the football mm-hmm. season, in the year of the Lord, twenty twenty three, that the only way you can really tie yourself up in the knots about your particular football team is if you look at no other football teams. Like if you could be like, oh my God, like where I sit now and the people I'm talking to are like, dude, Kenny Pickett's the worst. It's like, (laughs) have you, have you looked at other football situations? Cause if you feelers at six and three are an abomination, like I, I, I I encourage you to take a look around bills fans. I think they're rightly depressed. They had high hopes and it, you know, that says something about expectations and all that, but still, they're five and five and they still have Josh Allen. You could be a Falcons fan after all uh, right now. That that would be a worse situation. But let's start with Josh Allen. What do you make of this and the high interception rate for a superhero level QB? Tiana, I start with you. Well, I mean, I think that. I mean, it's unacceptable. I don't even think he's in the top 10 discussion anymore. Wow. I think he was getting a lot, a lot of praise. But his backyard style of football is really catching up to him. Um, he's, you know, they stopped making him run because they don't want him, you know, to, uh, get hurt because he's constantly getting hurt, you know? Um, and, and, and I think he's very irresponsible with the football. I think he can sling it. He's got a great arm, maybe sometimes too, he throws it a little too hard to where it goes through guys' hands. And that's why they're getting so many tipped balls. And he does have a lot of interceptions, I think because he can't always take the zip off of the ball. Um, so that's our, always been my problem. That's why I'm yeah. not an NFL QB, all fastballs. I don't sure. know touch. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, yeah. You don't have a changeup. Yeah. So my I, problem is I cry all the time when people hit me like that. Sure, you know, sure. Why is your quarterback crying all the time? Yeah, 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 yeah. And you had concussions before you started playing football. That was also your thing. Yeah. When you're walking in cuckoo for cocoa puffs, it's a hard time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think you know, I I don't think that uh, it was on Dorsey. Any of these losses, I don't really think is on Dorsey. I think he has the same. I mean, he has the same record and. And, and pretty much like the exact same stats as Dayball did before he got the head coaching job with New York. So I don't really think there's a lot to blame here. I think McDermott is way more to blame. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Josh Allen, it cannot be reined in. Like he, he, it's very hard to untrain him from being, from not doing his natural progressions. He tries to make things work in, and, and squeeze the ball into triple coverage uh, and, and he often just audibles in the wrong way. Like he, he his improv is bad. Let's say that, you know, Interesting. He's improvising Interesting in a there, bad way. Those, he should be I running feel- when, he, instead of throwing it at that time. And instead he's like, well, they told me not to run. And so I don't know if it's paralysis by analysis, uh, with him where he's got too many voices in his head telling him not to do this and not to do that. So he's not playing his natural form of football, which he was doing in his first season, which mm-hmm. is when he was the best. I think you're so right about that. And I do think you have to protect them given the amount of money they yeah, are paying. And they're like, Hey, stop running around so much, but you're trying to rein in a wild st- stallion. And then, you know, more of a, maybe of a two-year-old mayor is Kenny Pickett right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, I think that is a similar thing that they're both struggling with. Like, take care, well, be careful, be careful is a tough message when you're when you have to make 
uh, decisions in 0.1 seconds out there all the time. Like, just make sure it's not going to get intercepted. That is an extra layer in your brain that you don't need if you're running around there at the Mm -hmm. speed at which those guys are running around. Tebow, how say you? I agree with a lot of things Tiana was saying. Um, And I feel like, I mean, it's easy to point the blame on somebody so a lot of interceptions, but when especially the NFL, we have already crowned about six teams this year. We're at what, week 10? Remember when the Niners, we thought they were so never going to lose for the rest of the year? You know, yep. it takes two or three bad games, which could only amount to four quarters over three weeks. And it's a house of cards. And now they want you to move out of town and people are picking it outside your house. And then you have two great games of 380 yards and four touchdowns. And there's a ticker tape parade for you. So it's a little early for me for people to talk about somebody who I've seen perform at a high level for the last, what, four years? Uh, you know, he's, mm-hmm. for him to have a couple of bad weeks uh, with what seems like a lot of turmoil there. I think it's a bigger problem there with all of them. And they seem like a kind of team that's been drinking their own Kool-Aid, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Yeah, right. You know, like when kids are like when we were kids and you play a video game and you could get to a really far level that you stop paying attention at the earlier levels, and then all of a sudden you can't get through something that's easy, that's what they seem like. They seem like, oh, we're going to come in here, we're going to do what we do and sling the ball around like Tiana was saying. And they act like they've scored without scoring. They act like they're going to win when they're losing. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, But not in a good, confident way like we got this, like in in a way like 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 a good boxer that just took a heck of a punch from someone they should be beating, and now they're groggy from it. Against everybody, though, you're you're so right. That was a way better analogy, the video game one, than some kind of wonderful. Um, but so I, <laughs> I, I I give you kudos. Who's in that? that? Wesley Snipes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what. That's his famous line. That's his yeah. famous line in that. Always bet on uh, blue. I, I don't remember even the. <laughs> now I don't remember this. Leah Thompson. <laughs> you know Eric Stoltz. He's the lead in oh. it. Right? Oh, Eric, so I'm, I'm literally writing it down now and I'm going to make sure. Don't watch her- it because then you're going to condemn me like you told me to watch this. They're like, no, I'm not advocating that you watch it in 2023. I just thought that everybody would pick up what I was laying down there. I was wrong. I saw All the right. Christmas version, Some Kind of Wonderful Life. I saw that one. Okay, yeah, yeah. Close enough. Close enough. You you get what I'm talking about then. Yeah, that's a, it's a funny point about Josh Allen. And I think it's just bottom line is he didn't, Right. They they take everybody too lightly. Like week after week is like, oh, we, we slept on that. I didn't think George Foreman, like Michael Moore getting knocked out by old man George Foreman, like didn't think that was going to happen. But this is happening to the Bills week after week after week. They keep getting seems knocked like out. That. By, yep. That's how it seems like to me. Like glass Joe. Right. Um, yeah. They okay. haven't beaten anybody good except for the Dolphins. That was like the one team they beat. That was yeah, right. to me. And I think really they got good. their game up for that game because they knew, hey, man, this is the, you know, that kind of woke them up going into that game. They didn't have that. Oh, we're going to come yeah. in here and, and, and kick, kick these guys around the field. They went in there like, oh, man, these guys are good. We bet. I think they're playing uh, down to people's levels and they're getting mm-hmm. drowned in the deep water and they're digging mm-hmm. themselves holes they can't get out of. And when they take it seriously, they seem like they show up ready uh, to be focused. I think it's lack of focus for some reason. I don't know other than arrogance. All right, I think quick, it's, go, I think, go ahead. I just, I just think that they're um, they're blitzing Allen and forcing him to make mistakes. I think that's what teams are doing. I think that's what the Patriots did when they beat him. I think that's what the Broncos obviously did. And the Jaguars did that. The Jets did that. Good defenses are beating them. I think, I think you're right about, I think he, Josh Allen among the superhero level QBs, Mahomes, Herbert, uh, Hertz, mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson, and so on. Uh, although, you know, talk about the week to week or like w- reacting to the last couple weeks of evidence, like the Ravens a couple of weeks ago, like, oh, best team in football. Now I think there's some doubt creeping in there uh, going into Thursday night. But yes, I think of all those guys, Josh Allen is the one who didn't get the memo. Like, hey, Josh, we're not we're not doing the squeeze and throws in 40 yards downfield on a rope anymore. The defenses aren't allowing us to do that. So you've got a nickel and dime it. Mahomes obviously has gotten that Josh Allen, for whatever reason, I think you're right. Tiana can't modify. isn't capable of reining himself in, or maybe he will, but I will say in the short term, Tebow, I think you're exactly right. Backs to the wall, circle the wagon, all that. I bet you they do win by at least a touchdown against the Jets this week. They know they can't jive around anymore. They now need to get on a heater. Look at the rest of their schedule after the Jets. They got to take the win where they can. Eagles, Chiefs, 
Cowboys. It's a after mother. That. It's a Sorry, mother. Chargers, Oof. Patriots. Can you imagine Dolphins. a world where the Bills Oof. don't make the playoffs? If I yes. told you, you know what? the Bills aren't a playoff team, if I mm-hmm. told you that in July, you would have bet your house. Kevin mm-hmm. Hench of minus three said under 10 and a half wins for the Buffalo Bills and missed the playoffs this year. So one person at least mm-hmm. did say that. Speaking of bets, we'll get to those in one second. Before we let you go, though, I do want to get, like I keep promising, your thoughts. Arthur Blank, I'm not even mm-hmm. sure the upside of doing this in mid-November, what exactly who it benefits, but has now announced Arthur Smith back in 2024. Shame the devil. I'm going to start with you, Tebow. How say you here? Do I like the decision? I think it's too early to maybe say something like that, but what do I, if I'm Arthur Blank, owner of the Falcons, I go, okay, we got to, and we're going into a bye week. We got to end this chatter right now. We got to let everybody know that we are unified. I just think it keeping that going and they lose another game or something. It's like pulling a ripcord. I think everybody just quits. And yeah. I think this media with such if a, you young don't team, say that. I got you. Okay. I think that a team with such young players at pivotal positions, uh, you know, Drake London, uh, John Robinson, you got, uh, uh, Pitts who, I mean, Des Ritter. Right. Of course. I feel like Pitts. Heineke's not an old man himself. Right. And exactly. And so I think, and a lot of that defense, I mean, we got people plugged in at spots with great Jared out and all that. I think this is like a, Hey guys, uh, mommy and daddy aren't going to get a divorce. So everybody do really good in school. Now I know you've heard a lot of things, but we're not uh, separating. Daddy loves mommy very much. It feels like that. And if that's <laughs> what you got to do for these guys, I'm fine with it. The decision overall to say, Hey, um, you know, you can always go back and say, you know what, did you know, daddy was wrong. We're, we're going to separate. I know I told you a few months ago that we weren't, but I needed you to focus during schools. You know, maybe I think that's a great point. Like that, the, the idea that you can't undo it because, well, but wait, Arthur Blank, you said it two months yeah. ago. Like, yeah, I was lying. What do you want me to change it? Things change <laughs> what was I going to do? What do you want me to do? Yeah, it's an interesting point you make there. Tiana, that's I'll what it feels you. like. Is, but he is. I mean, I. Tiana and I always say he's the number one. Tiana said best. He's the common denominator in everything that seems yeah. to be wrong with a team that has the personnel uh, to run the ball. And they, you know, I mean, uh, Janu Smith he gets a he gets a handoff on first and goal on the nine, and you go, you have two thousand yard running backs, and both of them have seven touches. <laughs> Yeah. Like I say, you can only get obsessed by how bad your team is if you don't look at any other football teams. That's yeah. everybody is underwhelming aside from the Chiefs, Dolphins, Eagles, and like, I don't know, the Texans. But outside of that, everybody's upset with the state of their football team, no matter where they are in the standings right now. It just feels like nobody in our division wants to win the division and we're all actively try like it's such an easy division like we should be dominating we have all the best players we you know we we just we thought that red ritter was gonna do it arthur blank keeps saying and arthur smith keeps saying this is year three of a three-year plan and it is not coming together and honestly i i miss raheem morris you know, who's now the Mm. defensive coordinator for the Rams. I thought when he had to step in and he filled in for Dan Quinn, when Dan Quinn got fired, Raheem stepped up and he was great. And then he ended up getting the DC job for the Rams. But I, I thought he was a great interim coach for us. And I kind of miss him and I, and I miss his defensive mind. And Arthur Smith is supposed to be this incredible offensive mind, but he's just trying to be the smartest guy in the room instead of just doing what works. And last week you saw, he gave some interview where he was talking about why Bijan wasn't getting the ball. And he talked for five minutes and didn't answer any questions. Then this week, he finally does give Bijan the ball. He scores a touchdown. He has over a hundred yards and nobody can stop him. I mean, why are you trying to overthink this stuff? I understand that football is a very complicated game, but you're trying to outsmart everyone else. And instead you're outsmarting yourself. And you're not doing what works and you're not doing what's right. I didn't think he should have been allowed on the plane to Arizona. I certainly didn't think he should have been allowed on the plane back home. And I can't believe that Arthur Blank is letting it happen. I can only believe that now he feels like, well, the season's lost. And like, what's the point? We already owe him money. I don't know what else to think. All of that, all of that is interesting. And I think what Tebow said is probably, or there's something too, like, 
well, we have to finish the season. One, two, we can win this bum division. And yeah, three, if I say like, I don't know if this guy's coming back, it only shakes. It's di- the the thing about like, you know, a big distinction between college coaches and NFL coaches these days is that you still can lord over the 19 year olds, Dabo Sweeney and, and, and uh, on down versus like if you indicate at all to the multimillionaires in the locker room, like this guy ain't long for the gig. Like there's zero reason to listen to anything he has to say at that yeah. point. And, and yeah, I mean like the next two months we could, I, I could even get, I can uh, absolutely imagine me having this conversation with you, Tiana, like you picking the Falcons in the wild card game. Like, I mean, I that who's winning that division. Derek Carr's yeah. banged up now with the saints. That's the only other, I mean, Baker Mayfield and the Buccaneers Falcons got inspired. Falcons have seven real quick. Falcons have seven games left, right? By week this week. So by the way, t- bet, bet the Falcons not losing this week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's a good bet. <laughs> Saints twice. Tampa, Carolina. Four of their seven games left are division games. And they're two and oh in the division right now. And I don't know That's if it's not something to question. Absolutely not. None of those teams are good. None of the other teams in the division are good. And That's I what think they have going why for. He I think that's why Arthur Blank wanted to come out and say, hey, but, you know, it, just to give them a little bit, give the yeah. troops some morale going right. into a serious battle to, to finish this war of, of this season. And Frank Wright. We can talk- win. Yeah, we can win this division by just Desmond Ritter, slant passes, check down throws, and handing the ball off. You can win the whole division by doing like four plays. Four plays. That's all you need. Four Dennis plays. Allen's no good. Frank Reich's job is supposedly already in jeopardy. I mean, Tampa Bay yeah. is Tampa Bay. I mean, right. Again, look around. At least Arthur Smith bears a weird resemblance to, I forget his name, Ego or whatever it is in Ratatouille, the food critic who goes in there and eats <laughs> the... He does. Looks really a lot like him. Put him side by side. And now a quick break. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, let's get the best bets here and let everybody go about their day. Okay. I'll uh, I'll buy everybody some time here. I mentioned Dabo and company. I told Eddie Spaghetti. I told Sarah Tiana. I told all of you that Clemson, because of the leverage that that guy has at the program and 19-year-olds are going to be more receptive to circle the wagons, kind of talk, backs to the wall, get on board, and all of that than pro-level guys are. Clemson revenge tour continues lay the six and a half against Drake may and UNC. Uh, the second bet I have for you, Arizona state plus 23 and a half. It's already worked out for me in uh, against the high end pack 12 foe. ASU has a knack of keeping games close this year, no matter who the competition is. I say plus 23 and a half for the sun devils. Lastly, Washington over a very good Oregon State team. I just really like the Huskies. This is not a uh, a slight to the Beavs. I think that Washington understands they can see where the finish line is, what they need to do. I don't think that uh, the Beavs have enough to get in their path there. I say minus two for the Huskies this weekend. Let's go to uh, Tebow next, shall we? I have a 14 parlay. Ooh. Uh, the last one on it, you're going to go, oh, I don't see this happening. Maybe not, but this will be what puts the parlay over the Tiana's, top. Tiana's old man, Brockman, can tell you the shortcomings yeah. of real heavy parlays. Yeah, the Bills yeah. let him down the other night. Brocky. He was 14 for 14. 14 for 14 on a 15-game parlay. Just needed the Bills to win. 
So seventy six million dollars would have been the payout for no twenty dollars on a it would have won fifteen hundred, but still a lot okay. of money. Oh and my like, god! I yeah, Lutz misses the kick and he runs around the house, wakes the baby up, everything. Then no wonder you're so mad about the, the bill. No wonder you're so mad about the bills today. You know what? Yeah, what? What do you care about yeah, what the bills are nice doing? Now we know. Christmas present. Yeah. Yeah. There goes your new ear pods. <laughs> that was a trip to the final four to watch the Georgia Bulldogs. Yes. Out the window there. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here's my parlay though. I, but, and gosh, I hope this doesn't happen to you. What happened to, uh, to Brocky. Uh Dolphins beat the Raiders. Commanders beat the Giants. Okay. Cowboys beat the Panthers. These are all just straight money line bets. Moneyline mm-hmm. parlay. Okay, all, all so far parlay. so good. And here comes where the money comes in. Uh, and the Eagles beat the Chiefs. I like it. Mm-hmm. I think that happens. I'm with you. Yep, that's mine. That's mine. Uh, that's right. the that's the dicey one. But I'll tell, which means that but you will be right about that and wrong about one that we th- assume you're definitely right about. I mean, right. how lo- how down in the dumps do you have to be if you're the Washington Commies? I, I I'm sorry. If you're the Giants and you see the Washington Commies and you're giving and that and that team is giving you 10 points. The Washington Commies yeah. are, are minus 10 against you. Oh, dark he times, except the, that they want to tank. So what is so I guess that's good news, right? Their quarterback might be the steal of, of uh, last year's draft. He might be in passing Sam Howell. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he might be. I thought you were trying to make a joke about Tommy DeVito or something. Which I, don't I mean, Sam Howell like... might lead the NFL in passing right now for, <laughs> what, $300,000 a year that he makes? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's kind of like the way – it's kind of the way that Stafford always threw for, like, 4,000, you know, 5,000 yards a season. It's like, yeah, because you were always losing and you had to air it out. <laughs> like, you when you're winning, you just hand the ball off. That's um, true, too. All right. I'm the, that is true. <laughs> I'm going to take Cowboys minus 10 and a half over the Panthers Steelers plus one over the Browns with hey. Deshaun out. Okay. And I don't know. You don't have to do that, but okay. No, I do. I, I mean, I love, I, again, love the Steelers. I have Najee, George Pickens, my Georgia boy, big fan. Um, and then I'm taking the Jets plus seven. Wow. Over, over the Bills because I Whoa. I don't I do think the Bills might win that game. I know the Jets already beat them once this year. Uh but I mean a new offensive coordinator. I, I really think they're gonna miss Dorsey. I really do. I, I I don't think I don't think this new guy I mean he he came from Matt Rule's era and he came from LSU when he had Burrow and Jamar Chase. It's like, well yeah, of course you look like a rock star if you have all those guys. If they're five and six, I don't even know what. I mean that that would yeah. be that would be something if you well, being right about yeah, that. Yeah, they one. might win, but I'm saying they might win I just by a field goal. Not Boy, that, that that Jets defense has been pretty consistent this year. Yeah. I just think that like yeah, it will be funny to see because they will that they will be officially out of scapegoats if they lose this one. McDermott, Allen, uh, Diggs, and the rest of them. Anyway, um, great times, uh, Tebow. You've done it again. He's two for two now, Tiana. Does he get to come back? Yeah, I think so. He's we'll required see. now to come back. You've done it to yourself. Though you only have the man in the mirror to blame there, Jason Tebow. Tell us it. what we, what can we promote here for you? Oh, guys, I had a couple things. I'm going to promote a couple dates if I could. Sure. Uh, New Buffalo, Michigan. I will be at Whitaker Woods Golf Course tomorrow at two thirteen tea time. <laughs> so that's that. Okay. And also Hollywood. I got a big thing coming up there. January 1st at 2.13 in the morning, I'll be singing the national anthem okay. on the corner of Hollywood and Vine. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> second Fine show gig. just added. New Year's Day, you got that gig? Pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. 2.13 in the morning right after the bar is closed. 2.17, also second show just added, and these, uh, these shows are a BYOB situation. <laughs> second show added at 2.17? We have five minutes after that, so I'll be singing the national anthem right on that corner probably, so. Great. <laughs> I'll in English, there. shake it up. Maybe jury's, don't do it in English. Jury's Try out. Different jury's yeah. out. All right, he's done. All jury's right. out. Um, Tiana, <laughs> I'll say you. Final <laughs> thoughts. Anything? That's it. Go back. Oh, final day. thoughts. Oh no. Um, yeah, I'll be. I in forgot San where Diego. we were in the show. We were saying our goodbyes. Yes. Oh yeah, I'll be in San Diego with Daniel Tosh the day after Thanksgiving. If you guys want to see that, 
Oh, and nice. then I'll be at the right. Atlanta Punch Punchline December 8th and 9th. Excellent. All right. Well, best wishes to Brockman with his uh, with his uh, 27 leg parlay this week. I hope that one pays out <laughs> yeah. for your benefit and for your little boy's benefit. Um, again, Jason Tebow, great thanks to you for joining us. We thank best. you. We thank you, the sports fan, for joining us. We'll be back soon. I oh, wait. Are we doing an episode yeah. next week on Thanksgiving? I can't remember, but we'll figure that one out. Either so. way, we appreciate you subscribing, spreading the good word. Um, and until next time, thanks so much, sports fans. It has been a thin slice of heaven.